Welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in all things crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? Good. I feel like we were just here. Because we were. Yeah. Yeah, we were. We have three shows today, which is kind of weird, but that's because we kind of flaked out yesterday. I, it's a true so, crime all the time day. Yeah. But that's okay. It is. But, you know, um, it's summer, and so we just fit it in where we can fit it in. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're I always much more consistent home. in the cold, in the yeah. cold weather months than we are in the warm ones. Right, but that's because our schedules are more consistent. Yeah, yeah. Where I've had my whole, all my kids home and so much happening, and you've been doing your thing too, and ugh, ugh. yeah, just lots ugh. to do. But <laughs> we're here. We're here. This is this is a true crime roundup. So you know how this works. We pick a bunch of cases that don't necessarily need an entire episode, but definitely need some attention. And we have five of those today. Yeah. So Katie, you are going to kick us off with some racial injustice. Yes. I want to tell you what happened to Jadarius Rose. Mm. This was in Ohio. Uh, on the 4th of July and Jadarius was driving a semi and was being pulled over by like the the road patrol there like the ones that check your truck and stuff like that oh okay and for whatever reason initially he didn't notice that he was being pulled over he blew through a, a checkpoint and they tried to pull him over he apparently didn't notice and then when he did, they had, like, more than them. There were several cops behind him. And he was surprised and shocked, and he didn't know why, and he got scared. Now, listen, I'm not justifying what Jadarius did. He probably shouldn't be driving a truck, honestly. Uh, he didn't handle this particularly well and, and maybe shouldn't be there. But it just doesn't justify what happened to him. So no. he got scared, and he called 911. And he said, I... I'm getting pulled over. I don't know why. I, I'm scared and I don't know what's happening. And so literally 911 gets him on the phone with one of the state police officers and he's talking to him, telling him what to do. They actually deployed road strips two times. So like this went on for a hot minute before mm -hmm. he finally pulled over. Uh, but he's talking to a deputy who basically Jadarius got scared because of how often black men don't fare well in traffic uh incidences you know right and they he was killed all the time by the police he was scared for his life that never should happen yeah and and wanted to know that he was going to be okay and so you know he has on the phone with a with a trooper who's telling him listen we just we need to figure out sort out what's going on here you need to pull over and, and get out of the truck so that we can do that well by this time some of the the local police had joined into the chase from the Circleville, Ohio Police Department. Mm -hmm. So by the time Jadarius gets out of the truck and he gets out with his hands above his head exactly as he's being instructed to do. He's doing exactly what the 911 operator who patched him through to uh, the state police are telling him to do. He gets mm -hmm. out of the truck, he has his hands up. Well, 
So that should have been it. They should have been able to arrest him then, sort it all out, probably getting a ticket at least, you know, for, for his actions there. But that would have been it. Right? Well, no. Because Ryan Speakman, who was a police officer for the Circleville Police, had a canine unit there. And had the dog leashed, but was lunging and barking. And Jadarius was rightfully afraid of that. And he was being told to stand down repeatedly by the state police. Do not release the canine. Do not release the canine. There is a video of this actually from Best Footage Online. I'm not going to play it here because I don't want to get kicked off YouTube. But uh, it's awful. And he's being told repeatedly, do not release the canine. So what does Ryan Speakman do? Well, you probably guessed it. He releases the canine who attacks Jadarius and and mauls him and gives him some pretty good bites before they manage to drag the dog off of him and get control of him and take him into custody. What the hell? He didn't deserve that. He wasn't in a position to do that. Speakman was told repeatedly not to do it, and he just went ahead and said, fuck you, and did it anyway. That's terrifying. It's yeah. terrifying. He wasn't serving. He was not a threat to anyone. What was the purpose of the dog? He stopped and got out of the out of the truck. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to arrest him, they surely could have. But His hands were over his head. He was surrendering. He did not have a weapon. Why in the world would you turn your dog on him? Right. Especially while he was being told specifically not to do so. Right. Uh, he played out the exact stereotype that Jadarius was scared of. The exact mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. However. You can't say you don't understand when somebody doesn't stop in a situation like that. Yeah. When a black and in the vest cam footage, he's told over and over again, do not release the dog. And just God. does it anyway. And <sighs> caused bodily injury to this man for no reason. At all. So initially he was put on, he was uh, put on reserve for a few minutes while they investigated it. And they just announced today that he has been fired from the department. So I will say I'm not taking it that seriously. He initially was on paid administrative leave. But uh, hopefully the police. Oh, man. Yeah. So the police department says Circleville police officer Ryan Speakman's actions during the review of his canine apprehension of suspect Darius Rose on July 4th show that Officer Speakman did not meet the standards and expectations we hold for our police officer. Officer Speakman has been terminated from the department effective immediately. Mm. So we don't know what what about assault charges i mean come on right why why do officers always get a pass on stuff like this yeah that dog could have killed him yep and for what reason absolutely and it's just pretty sad that jadarius called 911 because he did not feel safe and literally told dispatch i don't feel safe i don't know what to do and they're talking him through this. They get him on the phone with somebody. They're, you are safe. We are, we're here. We're going to get this figured out. Just get out of the truck. And they turn a dog on him. I mean, I'll give Circleville Police uh, 
department, uh, at least the props that they did go ahead and fire him. But damn right. it, this stuff needs to stop. Right. I, I'm speechless yet again. Fire officers like that don't listen to orders. Mm -hmm. They're obviously racist assholes. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so systemic. It's not like, oh, it's just that guy. It's not. It's, it's so not. many officers that do stuff like that because they feel emboldened to. Yeah. This, this police brutality has been a problem for a long time. But it's not been a problem at the level it is now. Right. It's just like, like he literally disregarded an order. Yeah. Like what, did what he the fuck, man? Think was gonna happen? That's my question. Yeah. What did he think was gonna happen? I'm guessing nothing. Uh, mm -hmm. Did he go home that night and brag and laugh about it? Did he put his yeah. feet up with a beer and chuckle about the? way that looked and how that went down and how funny that was probably if he's the kind of person to do what he did i hope you're laughing now ryan all the way to the unemployment yeah. line because you're done well and hopefully jail yeah honestly jail. or sued uh, you know or maybe sued. there'll be a civil suit there could easily be a civil suit come out of it uh from jadarius rose and his family jadarius is okay he was uh injured but not terribly so uh physically at least, but, uh, you know, and he has to deal with his actions because he did uh, do, make some terrible decisions right there. But right. again, and this is where I feel like there are really good officers out there. I look at the officers around us and go, we have a lot of really good, solid police officers and, and probably some that aren't great too, but we have some excellent police around here. And I look at them and I wonder, how mad do they get at cases like this that make all mm -hmm. of the police officers look racist, make them all look mm -hmm. incompetent, make them all look cruel? Everyone needs to well, speak out about this kind of stuff. We can't keep having this. And that's the problem, I think, is that they don't and that you don't see officers stopping other officers from doing this kind of shit. Well, these guys and tried. They tried. They did. They did. But, I mean, I don't know how they physically could have stopped him because of that dog, but... Well, the in thing a lot of situations, they don't. They watch. Right. And the thing that grabs me about it is that Ryan Speakman did it anyway, which tells me that yeah. he didn't think there would be any consequences. Exactly. Yeah. It tells yeah. you there's something deeper in that department. Absolutely. So yeah. anyway, uh, we hope that Jadarius is okay and that uh, we hope this will stop someday. We're not going to quit talking about it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm going to kick the mic back over to you. Yeah, for some O Idaho. You will probably remember this name because this person has been in the news, not now, but had been in the news a whole lot um, at one time a few years ago. Uh, this is Bo Bergdahl. Yeah. Bo Bergdahl is actually from Haley, Idaho, which is not very far from where we live. And so this case was like everywhere when it happened. You may remember that Bo Bergdahl was in the military. Um, he was an, a U.S. Army soldier. Yeah. And he was. Um, he he was he went missing for almost five years in in Afghanistan. 
And when he was finally um, rescued, it came out that he had walked away from his designation. I don't know what right. the right word is to his abandoned his, his post. command. Yeah. Abandoned his post. Um, and he was charged with desertion. Mm -hmm. This is after nearly five years of torture from the Taliban in Afghanistan, yeah. which he managed to survive. Yeah. But was 23 at the time. He later said that he was trying to get outside of his post because there was, um, he saw some poor leadership going on in his unit and he wanted to tell somebody that could tell somebody that could tell somebody, you know, but when that happened, he was actually captured by the Taliban. He was repeatedly tortured and beaten with copper wires, rubber hoses, and rifle butts. Yeah. Um, he tried to escape several times, and so they imprisoned him in a cage for four years. There were some service members who were wounded while searching for him because no one knew where he went. Yeah. Um, in 2014, he was returned to the U.S. Um, during a prisoner swap for five Taliban leaders um, that were at, being held at Guantanamo Bay. Uh, lots of people were critical of the swap and basically said because he walked off his post, we should have just let him get killed by the Taliban, frankly, is what was said. Oh, lots of rumors and conspiracy theories and lies were told yep. about why he walked off his post and, you know. Yeah basically that he was a traitor that was actually befriending the Taliban and stuff like that, which yeah. was never actually substantiated, but a lot of people, no, none of that was ever found said to things be true. like that, particularly around here. Oh, if you think yeah. Idaho su uh, supported Bo Berg Bergdahl, they did not. No people around here were some of us have, have from the beginning, but yeah. Yeah. But as yeah, a whole, have been populace were horrible towards him. Yeah. I'd like to see them at 23 years old on a post in, um, Afghanistan, and then we'll talk, to be perfectly right. honest. Yeah. So what happened is in 2017, he pled guilty to um, desertion and causing something. Where was that? Anyway, he was he pled guilty to what became what was a court martial. Yeah. So something very interesting happened today. Um, well, he was dishonorably discharged mm -hmm. and ordered to forfeit $10,000 in pay. Um, his sentence was upheld by a military appeals court. Um, well, his attorneys took it to U.S. District Court today. And the case that was that he originally pled guilty to is overturned. Let me tell you why it was his, it was vacated. And that is because uh, U.S. District Judge Reggie Walton from Washington uh, says that the military judge Jeffrey Nance, who presided over Bo Bergdahl's court martial, failed to disclose that he had applied to the executive branch for a job as an immigration judge, which created a conflict of interest that he shouldn't have been on the case to begin with. Wow. Yeah. So his, 
his um, conviction, his military conviction has been vacated. Wow. And I'm, I'm happy for him. I, I hope oh. he's okay. I cannot imagine that he's okay after everything that he's been through and then his own country went after him the way that they did. I have always believed Bo and felt Thank like you. he was treated extremely unfairly. The way people around here came at him with, you know, their torches and pitchforks. Yeah. And it was just bullshit. You know, yeah. people who have certainly never, ever been in the position that he was in, mm -hmm. nor have they spent five years being tortured by the, uh, by the Taliban. So mm -hmm. I think you should shut up. So, you know, if any of you Idahoans want to come off after us over this, we don't care. No. We support Bo Bergdahl. And I'm thrilled to see this. I think that it's justice. Yeah. I, I, I think if he deserved um, any um, punishment at all, he certainly got way more from the Taliban mm -hmm. than he deserved. So. And all the years now of. All of this. The treatment that he's received here in this country. And, yeah. And in this state, Idaho, just gross. Honestly, Bo Bergdahl is one of those makes the cases for me yet again about how our veterans are treated. Yep. yep. And it's not good. No, because he, no matter how he got abducted by the Taliban, he's still a U.S. citizen and an American soldier, and they should have been looking for him. Yeah. I'm sorry that people were injured, but that's part of being in the military. I mean, right. they would, they should have looked for him no matter what. Right. Because it's not like he was found on a desert island having a great life. Right. You know? He was found in a cage <laughs> being tortured. And yeah. yet people still were like, yeah, he left because he was friends with the Talibans. Really? That's how you treat your friends? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. That's sure. That's sure, like yeah. saying that the that the five uh, Taliban leaders that we traded for him were, uh, you know, friends of the United States while they were in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yep. Gross. So before we move on from that, I wanted to talk a little bit about a little product that we have been trying out called Magic Mind. Yeah. Magic Mind is a little <laughs> shot. Looks like a green juice shot. Yep. Uh, it's the, the, the green base, of course, is matcha. Mm -hmm. And this shot really helps with focus and relaxation. Yep. And uh, it's good for your immune system. It's got a lot of really positive properties. And I mean, I will tell you that I have a hell of a time with my focus. And if I, you know, drink a lot of coffee, it helps and gives me more energy through the day. But then I'm jittery focused. Mm -hmm. And the thing I've been amazed about with Magic Mind is that it's I'm not jittery at all. I have more energy. My focus is way better. I can concentrate and do creative things that I need to do and do, um, you know, like tasks that take a long time. I have no attention mm -hmm. span for stuff like that. But it doesn't mean I don't have to do them. <laughs> right. Uh, and so I really love the energy focus and relaxation combo that you get in Magic Mind. It's making a big difference for me. And we've all talked on here about how Katie and I both struggle with some ADD. And I actually got officially diagnosed last week um, because I feel like it's time. I got to deal with this. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways I'm dealing with it is Magic Mind. And it's really helping me. So we, uh, we have some friends over at Magic Mind. And they did give us a discount code for you. So if you just go to magicmind.com, slash true crime true crime 20 
Um, there's different versions of discount there depending on how you purchase. It is one of those subscription things, but you don't have to sign up for the subscription. So you get a, a discount if you're just buying flat out or an even better discount if you subscribe. But go check it out. Read up on it. Of course, you know, you want to make sure that it's the right thing for you. But I got to tell you, it is definitely the right thing for me. Mm-hmm. Would you oh, agree, yeah. Katie? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been amazed, honestly. And I've tried stuff like this before that I was like, do I feel a difference? Nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been blowing through my stuff. <laughs> I know. I got to gotta get some more. got to get some more. In fact, I've gotten so many uh, creative projects knocked out that I picked up a new one yesterday. <laughs> because, <laughs> That's I saying something. If you do. know Katie and her constant <laughs> projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, I really like it. The thing that I was really turned off by the color and matcha, I don't really like. And I just don't know if it's going to taste bad. It's not going in my mouth. I just can't do it. I'll retch, I'll gag. It's ridiculous. The first time I drank it, my daughter stood by watching because they thought it was going to be hilarious. Uh, no, it's not bad at all. It's just, mm-hmm. it's kind of sweet. It's a tiny bit citrusy. It was mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I'm not a matcha person either, but it didn't bother me in the least. No. And, and the it's benefits. very, it's just a mouthful. It's not a lot, but yeah, yeah I'm sold. I'm, I'm pretty amazed. Yeah. That's great. Well, check it out at magicmind.com slash true crime 20. Um, we'll also put that link in our show notes. If you're not uh, right by a place to write that down, or if you're not watching where we have it up on the screen so that you can check it out too. Cause we yeah. highly recommend it. Yeah. Get All some right, stuff Katie. I think we're going to kick the mic to you for some WTF news. Yes. What in the Taylor business is going on? Or should we say Taylor show what? I can think of like 20 versions of this after you told me. The Taylor show why? So Taylor's show business, if you don't know, we've talked about this case a few times, but is at trial right now. And and it is, we figured this trial would be a doozy and it is not disappointing. So Taylor. And and yet it is. Yeah. And inhumanity or just her, I guess. Taylor murdered a lover named uh, Shad Therion. And they were on meth. They were pretty freaked out. She was, obviously. Uh, She choked him during sex and killed him and then dismembered his body in his mother's basement. And then left his head in a bucket for his mom to find. Shad was 24. Uh, Later, his torso, penis, and carved out organs were found in the basement. And... What? Yeah, that's the basis of it. There's been some really gruesome uh, arguments back and forth in court about what could be used. But one of her charges was sexual assault because she actually continued to pleasure herself with the penis for quite a while after it was dismembered from his body. And his... I mean, this person is so depraved that... It's unreal. It is. It is truly unreal. And his attorney, or her attorneys were arguing... That you really couldn't, you can't really consider that to be sexual assault because he wasn't even in his body. He was dead. So that's not sexual assault, which I thought was the grossest argument I've ever heard. But it should uh, probably just never be said out loud. 
I mean, can you imagine deciding that, oh, this is what we're going to say to the judge? Mm -hmm. What? She's been through a couple of attorneys now because uh, nobody really wants to represent her because mm -hmm. early on she tackled one of her attorneys and attacked him and had to be uh, wrestled to the ground by her, by the law enforcement officers in the courtroom to save him from her. And so the beat marches on now with her in court. One thing I learned about her that I thought was the weirdest shit I've ever heard. At the time that she was arrested, she was married. She's still married. Her husband was in prison. His name was Warren Shabow. But she changed her name to Shabusiness. You got Shabow and Shabusiness. What? What? We well, you know, when we talked about this case the first time. We're like, where is that a real name? Does anyone else have that name? That's so strange. Well, now we know. No, it isn't. She made it up. Well, Warren Shabow is out now. He is now Shabusiness, in case you're wondering. This is what Lauren or what Warren said. He tweeted this. Probably Facebook did it. It's too long for Twitter. Or X, or whatever we call Twitter these days. He it's said... X, which is weird as hell. Nothing anyone says can bother me. I'm still breathing with my head on, LOL. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow, Warren. Strong my man. wife, Taylor Shabusiness, might be locked up for a long time slash forever, but that doesn't change the fact that she's my wife. I'm always going to stand behind her no matter what. Fuck anyone who has anything to say about my empire, because right now all that matters is my wife is okay. I look forward to making sure she gets the best lawyer and treatment she deserves. Shade gave her drugs, which caused all of this. Sure, it was his fault. If drugs were never given to her, she would still be at home. But guess what? Life took a turn for everyone. Now we all have to deal with the situation in our own way, which isn't good for anyone. Right now, I'm just finishing off these last 10 months. Then I'll be home. Oh, he was still locked up. Then I'll be home to take care of business. Don't you mean <laughs> show business, Warren? Right. I mean, you missed a real moment there. Until then, the world can keep talking shit. Doesn't bother me any because I still have my wife. She's still breathing. Well, Taylor Shabusiness, keep your head up. Stay strong. Stay positive and continue praying. Oh, yes. Do that for sure. Never forget, our bond is stronger than the world and our empire no one understands till it's too late to understand. Shabusiness is the only way. <laughs> All right, then. I love you and miss you so much, baby boo. Ride or die till death do us shapart. He really said that. I didn't make that up. Shapart. What the fuck? <laughs> also, so shouldn't it be Shempire just to go with the theme? Because what the hell empire does this dumbass have? He's sitting in prison. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep your empire there, Warren. Nobody she wants it. Uh, but now she's been in court for a few minutes, and there are, I've got a few greatest hits here for you, uh, if you can call them that. Oh, boy. Uh, some of them are just watching her laugh while testimony is read. There is a short clip of the judge. I just wanted you to see his shell shocked face uh, <laughs> because he looks like he definitely has to go home and drink tonight. And also a moment where one of her friends talks about them visiting and uses a really unfortunate uh, 
choice of words. So we'll we'll watch. This is where they're trying to decide whether or not uh, they should show the jury pictures of the head in the bucket. She thought that was hilarious. That's her shooting finger guns at the judge. Chopping it up? What? Show what? <laughs> Show why would you say that? What? Right? Also, who was she flirting with? Was did you see her making eyes at somebody? What the? And then finger gunning the judge over and over. Mm-hmm. What? So these are the sh- things that uh, Taylor Shibisness is doing in court. Uh, mm. It would be funny, except for that there's a victim. And there's yeah, his so poor mother horrendous. who got to find his head in a bucket. There's <sighs> Taylor. There's also tapes of Taylor telling the uh, police officers how much she enjoyed killing him. And that she continued to have sex with him for quite some time because she was still enjoying it. God. There's also some pretty serious mentions of her deep love of Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, search history of her searching out a bunch of Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. Particularly, Jeffrey Dahmer walking into court all sexy. Yeah. What? It's actually even more gory and terrible than I even mentioned, but that's as far as we're going today. But anyway, we will keep a shy on this uh, belligerent turd circus because holy shit, this is something. This is bullshit. This Mm -hmm. is if Letitia Stauk and Daryl Brooks had a baby. Mm -hmm. That's Taylor Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So, prison for you, Taylor. Yeah. prison forever. Mm -hmm. Good Lord. Yeah. All right. Well, how about I give us a little bit of uh, breaking news? Well, okay then. Well, I didn't do this on purpose, but this is Sinead (laughs) O'Connor. I know. It's terrible. I'm sorry. I just had it in my head as I was thinking her name. I was like, oh, why did I put these segments next to each other? Well, you didn't know. 
I, I, I didn't, but no. I, and all hail Queen Sinead. Yes. May she so, unfortunately, peace. Sinead O'Connor has passed away. Yeah. She was 56 years old. Why are we talking about Sinead O'Connor on a true crime podcast? Well, I will tell you why. Because Sinead O'Connor is a serious badass. Mm-hmm. And Sinead O'Connor basically got canceled mm-hmm. in um, 1993 because in a um, performance on Saturday Night Live, which might tell you if you're young and don't know who Sinead is, would tell you what, what level her career was at at the time. Mm-hmm. She was singing um, an acapella version version of the song War by Bob Marley. And during the song, she tore up a photo of Pope John Paul II. Uh-huh. And then she said, fight the real enemy. Yep. This was her response to the Catholic Church's cover-up of sexual abuse of children. Yeah. Now, that was at the very early times of like all of these cases coming out where right. um, sex offenders were protected and um, sex abuse was covered up. She was right at the beginning of it. Right. Right at the beginning. Yeah. Not of it happening, but of us really knowing about it. Right. Exactly. So this is when it was just barely, barely being um, talked about. And, you know, it, it really hurt her career in some ways and really didn't in other ways. Yeah. Because then we all really knew who Sinead O'Connor was and she right. worked her whole life as an activist. Uh-huh. And um, yep. she, uh, you know, she had a lot of psychological problems. Um, she experienced tons of abuse uh-huh. as a child. She said it was a torture chamber really, but I forgave my mother. She just wasn't well. Um, she ran away to live with her father when she was 13 years old. Yeah. Then she was sent to a Magdalene asylum. Now, remember, she's Scottish. Right. For unruly women for 18 months because <sighs> she was caught shoplifting. Unruly women. Unruly you know, women. 15 at the time they sent her there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, she struggled a lot with bipolar disorder as well as CPTSD, mm-hmm. borderline personality disorder. Yeah. Um, she had a lot of challenges in her life. Yeah. Thanks to the abuse that she experienced as a child. Yeah. But she never stopped fighting for no um, victims of sexual abuse and particularly victims of religious sexual abuse. Yep. Yep. And um, I just wanted to just hats off to Sinead. I'm sorry that she left this world so early. Yep. But she did a lot for those early reports of sexual abuse and really got a lot of people looking at the uh, Catholic church and what was going on there. And and it's led to uh, information about a lot of other churches as well. Oh yeah, of course. Yep. And she was so poorly. She was. For what she said. And she was right all along. She was. All right. We're going to wrap this up with a little WTF news. Okay. Well, friends, 
Kevin Spacey has been found not guilty of 12 counts of alleged sexual assault against four men uh, between 2001 and 2013. This was in London. Yep. Now, I don't know if Spacey did this or not, but Spacey's sure getting a lot of accusations from a lot of places. He sure is. And, wow. And, and it's concerning. It's really concerning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the verdict was handed down from the UK-based sexual assault trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was just today. Um, not guilty of nine counts. And the other initial counts were struck out. So mm-hmm. um, he, he, of course, is thrilled. I think the rest of us have a lot of questions. He has always denied the um, allegations against him. Yeah. But there have been lots of people come forward and speak out about their experiences with him. This is not the only ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, But he has been found innocent and is free to work and says that there are many people ready to hire him as soon as he was exonerated. Because, you know, his career tanked Mm -hmm. hardcore. I kind of doubt that. I know. I really do wonder how um true that really is of course because of who he is mm-hmm. um you know some of his alleged victims are minors i, I just mm-hmm. i don't know this doesn't sit right with me it does not feel good to me and i don't know i guess we can all come to our own conclusions but as far as legal culpability he has been found not guilty in the uk wow so that's why i call it wtf news because I think we're all going WTF about yeah. this. All right. Well, that's everything we have for you. Today is Wednesday. So if you're listening to this today, it's Wednesday. We do have case updates tonight at 7 p.m. Mountain. Um, if it's another day, there's always a case updates at 7 p.m. Mountain on Wednesdays. Yeah. That's a thing we do. So it doesn't really matter if you're listening this Wednesday or any other Wednesday or any other day. The next Wednesday is going to be case updates. We have lots to talk about. We're going to talk about some trials that are going on, a bunch of other stuff that's happening. So we want to come back for that. And Lori Vallow will be sentenced on Monday, July 31st. Mm -hmm. We will be there. Fingers crossed we get in and we'll be live live streaming that as well. So keep an eye on our channels. You're going to clear your books for Mondays because, uh, They're saying it won't last more than a day, but it could last a good part of the day. It could. Yeah. So that's big news. We will be on it and there for it and share everything with all of you. Absolutely. So we want to say thanks for being here. We appreciate you. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment, leave a review where you can. All of those things helps us to grow. And you know it. We are the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Take care. Thank you.